El Chuqueño presents Almost Live from Big D's Party Palace Featuring Fernie G Ben Ami And my name is Rich Wright Hey, Fernie G Yes sir, howdy you know Buddy? Yes. Buddy, Buddy, he's got that uh, three-window Chevy. Yes. You know, 50, 53. 53. You, know? you don't see any more of those around these days. You used to see more of them, but, you know. Yeah, with a window on the corner of the cab. Yeah, 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 the three windows. Yeah, those are, are scarce, yeah, indeed. They, well, you know, go figure. Right now they're 70 years old. But uh, <laughs> you used to see them around every once in a while, you know. I don't remember the last time I saw one on the street. I mean... Me neither. Isn't there a purple and silver one here on Campbell? You know, there is. Now that you mentioned it, it's right there by uh, Ileana Olguin's law office right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't believe they park it there. Right. But that's a highly desirable truck. Very, very nice truck. Yeah, it is. Well, then, that's not Buddy's truck. Buddy's got the green one. Oh. He hardly ever drives it. He drives it on Sundays or something, maybe. He drives it to car shows and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, Buddy. That's cool. Did you know that... Buddy's wife, Wilma, is a fitness model. I'd have never guessed it. Right, right. All you would have... First of all, you look at Buddy and you think, his wife is a fitness model? That doesn't make sense, right? No. But then, when you, after you've met Wilma, his wife, you know, she's, she's Norwegian, you know, but... She, uh... Did really good in the, uh... East European powerlifting championships. Wow. So she's a fitness model, but not like you think of a fitness model. You know, I mean, you know. She's a model of fitness. She's a model of fitness, yeah. But not yeah. a fitness yeah. model. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, I just heard this. She, uh, got a trip to Tokyo. She got, Wilma got a trip to Tokyo as like, uh, you know, a model, you know, except it was for foot models. Oh, for feet. Oh, yeah, yeah. How about that? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I mean, well. apparently she has beautiful feet. Yeah. Hmm. You know, they don't let her do that deadlift contest anymore because uh, her arms are so long. You know? They stretched. Well, yeah, it's like she doesn't move the weight that much, you know? Only a couple inches, you know? When she picks that weight up, poof, you know what I mean? You know? <laughs> she has a clear yeah. advantage. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. That's yeah. unfair. Yeah, that is kind of unfair, huh? Yeah. You know? I should put her up on a maybe 24-inch platform and make her reach, bend over further. <laughs> or something, right? <laughs> something. I mean, you know, put her on a stand, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. I'm not trying to be uh, rude here. Well, her, her and Buddy are breaking up. Oh, man. Right? Again? No, no, this one, this one's serious, I guess. I mean, you know, really, if Wilma wanted to, she could break Buddy in half. I mean, into thir into quarters, you know? She could break <laughs> him into quarters, you know? 
She could rip his legs off. You know? <laughs> Maybe that's why they're breaking up. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. You know, I usually... I don't ask. I say, oh, yeah, you know. I never liked her anyway. No, no, no. That's not what I ever say, because you never know they're, when they're going to get back together again. In a week. I say, yeah, right, right. So, but... uh I never asked, but I asked. I said, what up? I said, buddy, what's up, man? I hear you and Wilma are breaking up, man. May I he ask? Said, he said, yeah. And then he told me what happened. Wilma got the COVID. Right? Okay. And buddy, you know, he wanted to be supportive. So, uh... He tells Wilma, honey, don't worry about the housework. You can do it when you feel better. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Just let it pile up. <laughs> right. And, uh, well, True you know. gentleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, she's dumping him. She's dumping him. How long were they together? I think since that truck was new. Really? <laughs> no, not that long. I don't know. I don't know. 70 years? <laughs> yeah, 70 years. Hey, uh. So she has boots made for walking? <laughs> I don't know. Can you wear boots? If you're a foot model, can you wear boots? Damn, I, I think know. you got to go barefoot all the time and walk only on sand. I think <laughs> you have people in front of you that carry boxes of sand. To walk on, yeah. But I beg to there differ. There you go. I think if she's a foot model, she should be wearing steel toe boots all the time to protect those feet. Hey, let's you and me uh go play a game of pinball, Fernie. Did you it. see the new pinball machine? I to have. this week, we are not broadcasting from Big D's Party Palace. Instead, Big D's got this new joint. It's the uh, the Joy Spot. It's over there in Five Points. It's not real, you know. It's not really a bar because it doesn't really have a license, you know what I mean? And uh, it's mostly like a private club, a private membership deal. Yeah, y'all should uh, talk to the coolest person you know and then come over and visit with us. Like a speakeasy. It, yeah, 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 it's like a speakeasy, I guess. I mean, you know. You know. Yeah. More like a private club. Okay, we'll leave it at that. Okay. So, uh, ciao. In current events, the chief of the El Paso Police Department passed away this week. Apparently it was at a hospital because all the cops in town drove and surrounded that hospital, you know. Which one was it? Providence on the east side? Something like that? I believe so. Uh... Personally, I'm a little concerned that every cop loved the chief. I mean, you know, that kind of shows that he uh, he's not enough of an asshole to the rest of the cops, right? I mean, you know. I mean, if really I want a chief of police who, uh, when he dies... Half the cops say, yeah, good riddance, yeah, you know? Celebrate. Yeah, right, right, right. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. Weird thing. Uh, Chief Allen was chief of police for El Paso for how long? Uh, since 2008, I believe. 2008? Yeah. He was a fixture mm-hmm. of sorts. Right. Going and he was 15 with 15 years. And he was uh, uh, with the force for when? How much longer? I mean, you don't much just... longer. You just don't apply... Uh, you don't just, just apply for the job and... Uh, walk into it. Yeah. He was, you know, otherwise I would have applied for it. Yeah, me too. Hey, you know what? There's an opening. There, now there is. <laughs> There's an opening. I'm going to apply. Hey, how about all you cats out there in uh, podcast land? S- submit your resume. City of El Paso. Anyone can do it. Well, anyone cannot submit a resume. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah he's been with the department since 1978. God. Since 78? Are you kidding me? Well, not a... Well, yeah, as an officer. And then promoted right, to... Right, yeah, uh, yeah, since yeah, 1978. That's, a good, that's, that's remarkable. Long tenure, That yeah. is, that is. That was 78 to... What is that? 400? No, 100? Four, 400 years. Seven, seven, 780 years? Yes. Something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My math skills here. Yeah. Wow. 78, 5, 45. Yeah. 45 years. Yes. Man, can you imagine having one job for 45 years? Oh, you know. No. Not these I, days. <laughs> right. I can't imagine having a job. Yeah, well, yeah, I can only imagine. Wow. Well. And. Of course. Then you get to be police chief for uh, 10 years. 10 years. You get to be police chief 14. for 10 years. Right? Is that right? A little more than that, 16 years, something like that. He became chief in 2008? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 14 years, 17, 20. 943 years. 943 you know? yeah, yeah. Just years. off the top of my head, just rounding up. Uh, yeah. You so, know, if you want to be the chief of police in El Paso, you have to be really good at keeping secrets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I mean... The proverbial. This town is built on secrets. That's right. Uh, this town in Juarez. We operate it on a need-to-know basis. Well, you know, in Juarez, like, the secrets are pretty much everybody acknowledges them. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, whatever, you know, I mean, they kind of blow it all off. You know, they, because they don't have a lot of government in, in uh, Juarez. <laughs> so, uh... Better any. to just better to just ignore them. Every yeah. day Saturday over there. Well, and that's okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. In an interview with El Paso Matters, Joyce Wilson called Allen a patrolman's chief. Ah, you know, one who right a patrolman's chief after their own. How, how might old was, say? How old was he? If I may ask. I believe he was 71, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. 71 years old. So his whole life. And nobody knows what he died of, right? During to some kind determined. of a procedure, right? I mean, that's, that's what got Amado Carrillo Fuentes, too. Yeah. He, he died during some kind of a procedure. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. going to re- redo his face or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was... they never saw him again. So right. go figure. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. The Lord of the Skies. There's a job opening. Was, Chief Zach, of Police. I was about to ask you who's up. I don't next. know. Any idea? 
Uh, ben or me? Do you know? I you know, don't know. You know who gets to hire the chief of police? Uh, no. City manager, right? The city manager gets to hire the chief of police. He doesn't even live here. Right. He's going to hire some dude from out of town. Likely, but I don't it's know. You right. know, I mean, there's so much... Uh, You kind of, there's so much going on, I think, in my opinion, at the El, pa police, at the El Paso Police Department, that you kind of have to hire somebody that knows the game. Because anybody else who comes in might want to change the game, you know? And the game is the game, you know, so. Hire from within. Yeah, so I think it'll probably be somebody from within, somebody who has uh, shown... The right attitude. Yeah. And, and, and knows how to keep a secret. So, someone from within. There must be a senior dude that's, you know. All right. And right. Waiting, waiting in the wings, so to speak. I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. I'm just. I, uh, I predict the next chief of police in El Paso will be the nation's first Latina Police chief. There you go. Of a major city. Nothing like an affirmative action hire. Right. Gotta well, have a good evening. Man, yeah, we're hip. We're, we're hip. hip. I don't know we're if hip. that would really be. Right. Cool. We, El Paso's uh, majority Hispanic. Would that be just uh, along with the <laughs> demographic of the community? Oh, come on. You think they care what the community thinks, bro? <laughs> they got, you know, they'll do what they want. It's going to be the first point. female transgender police oh. chief. Well, you obviously know more than I do. <laughs> no, I don't. You don't? But just, you don't know who that is? You're just saying you know, generally? Oh, general. I get it. Well, you know how things yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we got to keep up with the insanity. Oh, yeah. Who knows? I'm thinking they've got to promote. That's an idea. The first female. Latina. Transgender. Transgender. What else? Six-toed. Six-toed. <laughs> Web-footed. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Well, uh... We'll find... Time will tell. Time will tell. How's your foosball game, bro? It's good. You, you see, they play? got they got a foosball table here at the. I saw Park. that. Let's go. Let's go play a couple. Yeah. Okay. I take a little break. Vamanos. Go play some foosball. You know, I used to have a pull shot, and then I had the pull cut back. Yeah. I don't know if I got them anymore. Okay. Hasta la pronta. Okay. So if Chief Allen was not without controversy right. in his tenure. Did you? I think it was in uh, The Nation, a story by uh, Debbie Nathan, who is uh, one of the heroes of El Paso. Debbie Nathan, David Romo, uh, Gaspar, you know, they are, you know, see me, they are, they are heroes. They're local heroes. Uh, yeah, Debbie Nathan... Recently moved back to New York. She couldn't take it anymore. El Paso. Weird. Anyhow, uh, 
Hmm. El Paso is poorer because of that. So what did that story say there, Ben? Before he was chief, um, an off-duty officer had a run-in with a high school student who was allegedly disrespecting an yeah. off-duty officer. He was uh, disrespecting that off-duty officer. Which, you know, right? you can di- dissect that a little bit. But Alan backs him up and arrests the, the boy and a few others. And it, it came to light that they were illegally detained. Oh, really? And uh, one of the boys said Alan cursed at him and knocked him around so hard that both of his eardrums burst wow. and suffered a fractured jaw. So he's wow. pretty good at his martial arts. Right, right. right. Life. For teenagers, right? Yeah. yeah, can, yeah you know, can, and you know what? I'm sure that if I were to meet him today, I'd be able to kick his ass. I guarantee you could. <laughs> he's, he's over in the morgue. <laughs> Oh, I'm, be I'm sorry, to... I'm sorry. That is so disrespectful. No, it's not. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, uh... That poor so, kid. yeah, that led to a suspension for, for Alan. <sighs> Back in... Only a week. Oh, week yeah. suspension. Right, right, For right. beating up a kid. <laughs> pina coladas, bro. You got a week of sitting on the back porch drinking pina coladas, yeah. man. Well, he became police chief, as we said, in... Mm-hmm. Uh, 2008? 2008? I mean, that alone is a pretty remarkable stat. That's 16 years of chief of police in El Paso. And over those 16 years, he's pretty much managed to keep a low profile. You know, I mean. Indeed, you don't hear no. uh, You know, uh, he's the guy that urged city council to impose martial law in the Segundo Barrio when uh, the Pope was visiting Juarez. You know, everybody said, this could be a huge event for El Paso. And then the city started saying, uh, oh yeah, man, it's going to be a headache. Yep, it's going to be a big problem. Weights on the bridge are going to be four or five days. (laughs) Not really. But, you know, three or four hours they were predicting weights on the bridge. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so nobody came. Nobody came. There was no traffic. El Paso got no economic benefit from the Pope being in Juarez because we scared everybody off before it happened. Dang. Right. I remember uh, hmm. during that city council meeting where uh, Chief Allen was explaining it to city council, uh, somebody, you know, kind of challenged him on it. And... As I recall, his response was, If you think you can do this job better than me, you just take it. Wow. He was, uh, he was combative, you know? I mean, he was a, uh, an MMA guy, you know, mixed martial arts. He, uh, mm-hmm. didn't. he was doing like those uh, Filipino martial arts too, I think. The Muay Thai? Nah, no, the, that's all. The, they were all uh, names that didn't mean anything to me. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, I watch. I watch uh, the raid part two. You know, with that, with that, uh, that Thai kickboxer. What's his name? Jai 
Jai Lai? Tony Jai, maybe? No, I don't know. Have you seen him? No, I have not. Oh, that guy's great, man. I mean, but it's all it's all uh, Muay Thai. Muay Thai is vicious. You know. Mm, uh, elbows. Elbows, elbows on the top of the head, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and it's all one of those typical uh, uh, kung fu movies, you know? Mm. So, yeah. I, you know. I always like to watch those to see if I can pick anything up, you know. Well, if, on the elbow. Yeah, right. Well, if I can, if, yeah, 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 that, you know, and, uh, and uh, all those other, you know, choreographed moves that probably even a Muay Thai expert would not, you know, think of. I mean, but, you know, that's, they're superhero movies, those movies, you know. Anyhow, I don't know if... Uh, Chief Allen considered himself a superhero, but he was a martial artist, you know, and, uh, you know, I, me and him, one time we got into a street fight, it was in the alley, you know, he took off his uniform, and I kicked his ass, bro, you know, I mean, you know, all that Filipino martial arts shit, that's cool and everything, you know. Until they get hit in the face. Yeah, 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 everybody's got a plan until they get hit, hit in the face. Yeah. You know. Who said that? Mike Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Listen, of course, that's an obvious lie. You can tell when I'm lying because, you know, my lips are moving. But, uh, <laughs> uh, hey, you know what else I noticed about Chief Allen one time? He was uh, back in uh, 45, in 1911. Which, you know, cops are supposed to carry uh, double action only, you know, like to prevent accidental discharge. So it's unusual that uh, Chief Allen was packing some kind of a 1911 A1, which is single action only. You know, you well, can only ready to roll. Yeah, yeah. Time. You can only you can only shoot that gun after you thumb back the hammer, and then it's uh, more uh, more likely to go off accidentally. That's what my uncle carries. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed that. You know why he carries a forty-five? Why? Because they don't make a forty-six. That's what, <laughs> that's what, <my> uncle. <laughs> uncle says. what about what about? Shifting gears a little bit, if we may. Yeah. What bring about it. Th this dude up here, and they made a movie, and he shot someone on the set by accident. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Alec Baldwin. And he's saying all he did was put the hammer down or some. Right. He screwed himself by talking about it. But now he's in trouble. Well, you know, I got this. You know, I. I, I don't know. I don't. I, right. Talk, Right, the story is that Alec Baldwin shot uh, the director of photography, I think. Mm -hmm. The director of photography, yep. this, uh, what, Norwegian chick or something like that, director of photography on the set of a movie up there by Santa Fe. Correct. Uh, yeah, and, uh, well, I, you know, I like seeing the ulterior motives that could have transpired here. That's why, uh, that's why they call me Agatha Christie. Uh, I think uh, 
I think that the DP was going to, uh, not me, him. I think, I think, uh, he was afraid of having his career destroyed, so he shot the director of photography so she would not rat him out for his misbehaviors. Can I say that? You just did. Well, yeah, you of course I that. love conspiracies, you know, I'm, you know. Wow. But he's in deep doo-doo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, hard to see uh, him get out of that. Didn't well, get, it ain't going to happen. Every, every gun is loaded. Second degree manslaughter. Every gun is loaded. Se- yeah, but secondary manslaughter. And it was mm-hmm. a movie, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, so. Uh, I think five years. Well, that's the jail. max without an enhancement. But uh, you think Alec Baldwin's going to get five years in jail? Wouldn't it be cool if he gets five years in jail and he start, keeps announcing the, uh, what is it he does, opera? Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it opera? It is. It's opera. It's the New York Philharmonic this week. The New York Philharmonic. (laughs) Right. Right. Okay. So, uh, orchestra. Yeah. Well, this... Hi. I'm Alec Baldwin from the New Mexico Correctional Facility. Right. (laughs) Carrizozo. And this week, this week, we're listening to Verde's. Yeah, it's him and some gal. The girl that was in charge of the gun. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, no. Terrible. Terrible that anyone would. would yeah. Unnecessary. Die like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know they don't have waiters here. Waitresses. Well, Wait people. They don't have wait people here. No, no, no. They have just don't have them here at this time of the day in the joy spot in five points. Yeah. Well, you pay for the privilege, though. You pay for the privilege, right? You pay for the privilege. And, you know, you got your lockers over there, you know? Yeah. I'm going to go. I miss, I'm going to go miss get something. me my bottle of tequila out of that locker. And uh, uh, we'll see you here in a minute, okay? I'll be right back. I don't know who it was. It was a comedian years ago. Are we rolling, Ben? And uh, this comedian was describing children. You know, little kids. Yeah, three, yeah, four, yeah, five, yeah, six. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was the funniest thing because he said that little kids are uninhibited. All right. So they go crazy and he said basically that they're like little drunk people. Well, I used to be in the bar business. I don't know if you knew that, but uh, I did. Yeah, and uh, I would tell all the bartenders, treat the customers like they're in kindergarten, and it'll all work out. You know, what I mean, because you know, you can give them a piece of paper and some crayons. You know, they're good to go, man. I swear, I swear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, um. I agree with that. I mean, little little kids are like little yeah. drunk people, yeah. and then we grow up and stay uninhibited. I mean, we try and get back there and look at us go. We try and get back there, you know, one fifty milliliter bottle at a time. <laughs> uh, so, did you see? 
city council is tackling that uh, Airbnb issue in the city. Did you see that? There's an Airbnb issue? Exactly. There is. I did not, I did know, not know there was that. an Airbnb issue. That. Right, 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 right. Who knew? Who knew, right? Who knew? Uh, but yeah, they're proposing all kinds of regulations to deal with this. Separating them. Air, yeah, one of the deals is they can't be more than 500 feet apart, which, you know, I don't know. You don't want those Airbnbs, you know, cavorting and... Right, 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 right. Because uh, then Conspiring. Because then together. what? Right, and the next thing you know, there's a revolution. Yeah, yeah. we can't have that. Yeah. yeah. Not in this housing climate. <laughs> oh, it's funny because, you know, uh, they say it's the commercialization of neighborhoods. I've heard, I think it was uh, that uh, Representative uh, Cassandra Hernandez uh, said that was her concern that she had had some complaints about that. I cannot imagine it. I mean, you know, sure, maybe, um, I don't know. I mean, you know, I've had, I've had, we had an Airbnb in this house up until, uh, up until COVID, you know, we had an Airbnb room and, uh, my wife still has a couple of houses that she occasionally lists yeah. on Airbnb. It's nothing new. Right. Uh, it but, really isn't. Right, right, right. But all of a sudden the city trying to regulate it, you know. It's, they're, like, they're like the mob, you know. You know? Indeed. Oh, oh, yeah, somebody, somebody's For making money over here and we're not getting a chunk of it. Let's you get know? it. Yep. You know. Right. And among uh, the suggestions that they're considering is uh, inspections. So you got to have an inspector go there to your Airbnb property, and you know. Yeah. Whereas they have ratings on Airbnb. Airbnb. The customer, the guests, get to rate the place. You know. Mm -hmm. It's self-regulating, you know. It's it's like uh, kind of like capitalism, you know. Kinda. Kinda, you know. Kind of like cream, kinda. cream rises. Yeah, yeah, all right. You, you know, know, if you don't if have you, a good place, it'll right, right. People will languish. report they don't have a good place. They'll say, oh, you know, the mattress was too soft, or the mattress was too hard, or the mattress was too lumpy. You know, they will tell you. They will tell you that in the comments there on Airbnb. So it's kind of self-regulating, you know. Of course, you know, with anything, if you're self-regulating, then maybe the government doesn't get to wet its beak. Yeah. You know, they don't get their chunk, you know. So, yeah, I think that's what this is really about. And I had a hard time finding it. I looked for it, and I did not see it until, uh, until I saw the reference from uh, KVIA. Yeah. Um, Tell us about that. No, they just reported that uh, they had a little meeting at city council this week and dozens, they said dozens, dozens. of people, uh, Airbnb hosts, showed up to talk to uh, city council about it. And they're having more meetings in the future. But uh, let me tell you how they do it in Mexico. In Mexico, <laughs> if you want to sell... Uh, Candy and Coca-Colas out of your house, off your front porch. 
so I like, go for it, bro, what? You know, yeah, go ahead, you know. And they don't, the government tries to get in until you start making money, you know? Yeah. They're willing to let you go. Once you have a, a, a chain of convenience stores, then the government says, hey, you know, Good place. come on, right, you know? Until you have a really big chain of convenience stores, and then the government says, what can I do for you today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah. That's, uh, but, I don't know, and you know what else is that uh, city didn't seem to have a problem giving all those tax incentives to those uh, billionaire hotel owners downtown, you know? I mean, they're... Yeah. They're hitting the little guy again, you know. They're they're giving uh, concessions to the major players who can most afford to do something without concessions, you know. And uh, they're uh, the rest of us can least afford it. Right, right. Well, and those are the guys that are, you know. And the short-term rentals pose a threat to the right hotels. Right, right, right. I've, I've also heard Indeed. recently, though, like uh, the millennials and maybe a little younger. You know, when you start getting into the fees in the Airbnbs, right? that all of a sudden, hey, and I got to make my own bed and make my right. own food. Right. No, there are I've, some places like that. Where it's kind of the pushback to against There are that. some of those Airbnb mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. rental units where, uh, you know, you can, the nightly fee is uh, $30, but the cleaning fee is $125. You know, I don't know. Those those aren't exact numbers, but that's the idea. Right. They lure you in. They lure you in with, with the low the rental rate and then stick it to you with the cleaning, the cleaning fee. fee. So it's, you know, mm. yeah, I get that. But don't, yeah, don't regulate someone who wants to start an Airbnb. In fact, I don't know if you listen to the ads for Airbnb. I get the ads sometimes. I used to get the ads. Well, and uh, they propose it as uh, make a little extra money on the side. Hey, your right. nephew moved out of that room. Go ahead and rent it out and right. make a couple more bucks. Right. You know, so. It's nothing new. You know, you're, the city's even maybe cutting in on some I'm thinking people. maybe you're getting those ads because you stayed at Airbnbs. Is that right? Not frequently. But have you looked at them before or something? I mean, oh yeah, from time what are you time looking at hotels or something? If you know? we're, uh, I'm just traveling. wondering how you're getting those uh, how do you know ads so in your feed. Yeah, I look at them from time to time. Well, if I I'm also dream- get... if I'm dreaming of going on a on yeah, a vacation, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, pipe right, dream. Right, right. Yeah, I do that too. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder what a chalet in Montenegro costs this week. So yeah, uh, uh, I was but, just looking uh, today. We got a family of thirty. We're trying to go all to one spot. A family Good of thirty. Your family? Yeah, my old fam- family reunion. Oh, okay. No way. And where so, are you going to go? Well, I don't know. There's jury's, only one place. Jury's out. There's only one Oaxaca. place. Your uncle's house. All right. <laughs> we can, uh, yeah, pitch a few tents. Pitch more than a few tents. Uh, so, uh, yeah, those Airbnbs, you know, they're uh, picking on the little guy again, you know? Yeah, but... Uh, Airbnbs are great because you go someplace and uh, like if you go to a hotel, if you're staying in a hotel and you go down to the front desk and you say, hey, where's a good place to eat around here? They say, oh, we have a wonderful restaurant right across the lobby, sir, you know. But if you go to an Airbnb, 
You say, oh, where's a good place to eat around here? And you say, oh, you got to go to this bar downtown. It's a dive bar, but it's got a great kitchen. Yeah. You know, you know. I mean, you get the real flavor. The local. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. You get the local perspective, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's better. 100%. Well, it's cooler. It's cooler. For sure. And uh, as far as making your own meals, I mean, that really cuts down on a expanse on a vacation, you know, if you're... You've got access to a kitchen and you're making your own meals. I mean, I mean, usually I would expect over the course of the day you might spend as much on meals as you spend on lodging, or you know mm -hmm. maybe not. Not me, you know. I eat street food, you know. So yeah, so ramen and ramen. Yeah, yeah. I eat ramen and and uh, Fuji apples, roadkill. Nice. I eat ramen yeah. and roadkill. Yeah, you yeah, got to yeah. get protein. Right, right, right. Yeah, Jets. Uh, uh, Jets. Well, you know. The community is going to have an opportunity to put in their uh, opinion on this. There are a few in-person meetings scheduled uh, February 6th through the 9th uh, at different parts of town. About um, the Airbnb. About this, it, this very yeah. issue, yeah. So. I think uh, the city's presentation says there was like 1,500 Airbnb units. What? Yeah, 1,500 to 1,850. Seems like they'd know exactly how many. Oh, well, you know, sometimes... Uh, Short-term rentals operating in El Paso today. And uh, is that just going to apply to uh, people who use that Airbnb algorithm? You know? What if what if I got a bed and, breast, bre bed and breakfast? You know? Bed and breast? Mm -hmm. A bed and breast, or, yeah. Well, <laughs> hmm. Maybe, maybe we're missing an opportunity here. Bed and breast. <laughs> if I have a bed and breakfast, I guess it'll be the same for me, too. And, you know, that's kind of a shame because, you know, bed and breakfasts are cool. Mm -hmm. But what, Airbnbs are a blight on the city? You know? Yeah, I think it's uh, not forward-thinking and not in line with the city's own objectives as stated in their strategic plan. To make El Paso uh, more attractive and everything like that, what? They're going to increase the price of lodging for out-of-town visitors, and we've spent so much money on that uh, tourism angle. It's ridiculous for them to uh, try and enforce that, which well, you know, necessarily increase the cost of. Uh, short-term lodging in El Paso. Mm -hmm. And uh, the ordinance, what they're proposing is that uh, they'll define short-term lodging as anything less than a month, right? Seems like, uh, I mean, there's, there's an opportunity there for not overnight lodging, you know, for short-term lodging, you know, three weeks. So you want to go someplace for three weeks. You can book that through Airbnb or whatever. I guess what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to start uh, Airbnb for the dark web. Mm -hmm. You know, where we can... Right, underground. Right, right where we can underground, yeah. Underground. Right. 100%. Like the Joy Spot. Where we're coming to you, to you today, from where we're coming to you today, the Joy Spot, the new 
What is it? A speakeasy? Yeah. A key club? Over in Five it's Points. It's a private club here in Five, Five Points. Points. Yeah. 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 Where the cool kids hang, except the coolest of the cool kids are the only ones that can come to the joy spot. Big D's the joy spot. Maybe that's why uh Big D fired all the old customers from uh Big D's Party Palace. Well, he fired the employees. Well, yeah, just the, yeah, right. Not the customers. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> we love I that have crowd. A, when I when I own bars, I fired a few customers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to. <laughs> I I regret. I digress. Okay. <laughs> I regress. You're right. I yeah. I digress. I regress. <laughs> I'm going backwards. Okay. Well. Let's take a minute off. See what happens. Maybe we'll think of something. Okay, bye. Okay. Hey, we want to hear from y'all. If you're not doing anything, if you uh, uh, want to agree with us or argue with, against us, it's all cool. We want to hear from you. Uh, well, we're looking for your input. You can reach us at uh, elchucano at gmail. You know, elchucano, but they don't let you do an enenye. Enenye. Uh, they don't let you do an enye. So, yeah, it's E-L-C-H-U-Q-U-E-N-O at gmail.com. That's us. Uh, so, uh, thanks for stopping by this for this episode of uh, El Chuqueño Presents Almost Live from Big D's Party Palace, except this week for from uh, Big, D's new, Big D's new joint, the uh, Joy Spot here in Five Points. Uh, much obliged. Much obliged. Oh, uh, Yeah, please. Thanks for stopping. Thanks for listening. Okay, ciao.